What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby, Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just hurt me. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't like in a company, and I don't know like how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and like Jay Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that, remind me not to quote any hip hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Y'all, let's get after it. Here we go. Leland Live talking at M5 last hour here on this Tuesday. I just happened to be sitting in uh, Washington, D.C. for a couple of days this week. Nothing big going on. I'm just hanging out. And <laughs> But um, as we get through the rest of the afternoon, we'll be dealing with the headlines and the news stories and whatever else. This town, everywhere I've gone so far today, it's just you hear constant chatter like around the rest of the country about the presidential election. It's funny. I don't eavesdrop, but some people are so loud. I hate a loud talker. They just love sharing their thoughts out loud in a restaurant. And so I've heard some interesting conversations in some, um, oh, you know what the most interesting opinion I've heard all day today? Last, yesterday, about this time, we were talking about um, Beyonce doing a country song. And so I had this Uber driver that uh, somehow that came up. I think one of her songs came on the radio, and he and I were just talking trash about times going past. And, uh, he, AJ, he dogged that song. I was like, man, I don't care. Live and let live. She wants to do country fine. I was real easy about it. He goes, no. Nah. He said, no, nah, man, no. Nah. That song is garbage. He goes, that song needs to be burned out. I was like, what? <laughs> and so uh, he he wasn't a big fan. He is a Beyonce fan. He doesn't think she ought to be dabbling in country. It was just funny. He was very opinionated about the subject, like some folks that called in yesterday. But on the subject of politics, you just hear it permeating around this town with all this stuff up in the air. So many things going on. Um, I wanted to talk about a story out of California because the efforts to secure the election. Now, California is a lost cause. They're going to vote for whoever the Democrats put up, and it won't be Joe Biden. I mean, they're faking that, just like Nikki Haley's faking a candidacy. She came out today and tried to be relevant. She did a bait-and-switch news conference where she teased, or some people on her behalf, teased that she was going to be getting out of the race, and then she announced she's not going anywhere like she's some kind of hero. Nobody believes it. Even left-wingers that that, that uh, would love to see her disrupt Trump somehow, nobody believes she's got that capability. But she's being used, and she doesn't care. I mean, this woman does not care. She's lost all dignity. and so. But she's still hanging in there, and it's going to get her ass whipped on Saturday, and she'll keep going, I suppose, because you keep going in a primary to run out of gas, and apparently somebody's putting fuel in her tank. But the election is front and center, and as I sort of 
postulated uh, earlier in the show. She's a phony candidate being propped up by some people with an agenda. And so is Joe Biden. They're just keeping him out there. There was a DNC, the DNC chair, just a few minutes ago. I saw a story where the DNC chair said, you got to be crazy to think we'd switch Joe Biden. They're sticking to the company line. They'll do that. They'll stick to the line as long as they have to to get to the convention or to get close enough to it that they can put their own nominee up and not have a contest. They don't want a real spirited campaign because that's not as controllable as they'd like. It's easier just to make Joe Biden pitiful, feel like you're in a trap, and then spring oily Gavin Newsom on the country as a savior for the Democrats. A sharp, new, young, energetic young man ready to lead. Oh, I can see it now. So his name apparently is just all in the news today. Uh, Suddenly he's just... From nowhere, other people bringing his name up. Even a reporter shouted a question at uh, Biden about him, saying, is he the bland B? And Biden tried to laugh it off because Biden had no idea what they said. But, um, yeah, so presidential politics front and center today with everything going on. Now, my big concern, and it has been my concern, is the integrity of our process, of our, of our elections process. And so I saw this story, I think it was in Breitbart, where a watchdog group has sued in California, because California won't disclose that they have foreign nationals that are registered to vote. Now, there are two reasons to run these people into the country the way uh, these folks have, and one is to affect the census counts and help change the demographics of states so that the census is higher and there's more congressional representation. In the state of California alone, there's so many people moving out that California would lose more seats than, than they have if it weren't for illegals coming in. They're importing so many illegals into their state. And the way the Constitution reads is you just count uh, heads. You don't count citizens in the Constitution. That goes way back to case law a uh, hundred and something years ago. But um, so that's what they're doing. They're using it for to boost their census totals, which is important on congressional representation and the Electoral College. And then, uh, of course... In, in any way they can, legitimize these folks so they can uh, get their names on voter rolls or get them in the system to vote. Uh, if you walked up to these people, they couldn't tell you. If you said, what does July 4th mean? They'd go, I don't know. Uh, what does, I mean, they don't know the basics about who we are and what we've been as a nation. But they're doing it. Back to the story, though. In California, a group called the Public Interest Legal Foundation, ironically, their acronym is PILF, See, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Uh, They're suing um, officials in Alameda County. Uh, That's Oakland, Berkeley, for reference, in California. Because they won't put out which foreign nationals are on the voter rolls in their elections. Now, if they're doing it there, they're doing it in other pockets around the country. And my point is maintained that it's going to take these activist groups with good lawyers being aggressive, vetting these voter rolls, filing suits, in different parts of the country to hold this stuff accountable. The Republican Party, like they were in 2020, is flat-footed. Uh, I don't think the Republican Party could have won in 2016 if Trump hadn't come along and smacked them in the face and stole their car and drove it through the, to the election. They don't know what they're doing. He caught everybody by surprise in 16, including the Democrat establishment, and they are determined they weren't going to let that happen again. And the Republicans are looking the other way like they almost want uh, to lose. And so 
Luckily, though, there are freedom-minded people that want fair elections. They want to see our system completely degraded, and they're filing these law lawsuits, and there are many of them. I, and here's what, look, it's a suggestion for me. I don't fundraise on the air. I don't care about candidates' money. Uh, some, some people get into that, and, and I just don't on the radio. I will say this, though. I get asked a lot, what can I do? And there are many, many times when people say, which candidate should I support? What should I do? Should I quit sending them checks? And I get all this, these questions. Generally, I would tell you this at this juncture. Find one of these groups that you read about, and there are too many of them for me to just try to come up with a list. And maybe some night if I've got the time, I'll sit down and try to coalesce all that stuff into one place so there's a convenient reference. I'm also afraid of referring a specific group that I, I can't completely vet, and I don't know what they're going to do with your money. I'll just say this. Groups like Landmark Legal, uh, anything associated with Mark Levin, some of the heritage stuff that's going on, Heritage Foundation, these folks are out there doing this work to get at these problems uh, with our elections, with the voter rolls, with both the rules and the rolls themselves. If you don't, and I'm, I'm going to say it till my face falls off, I haven't been an activist, but I've been involved in voter security issues since 1996 when I got out of journalism and got into um, active politics. And I will tell you that, that the, the motivation hasn't changed, the willingness to cheat hasn't changed, the players that do it haven't changed, but the technology's changed. And they've reinvented on an industrial scale a way to rig ballots. I went through a speech about this earlier in the show. They've managed through different rule changes on voter ID and early voting and voting for six weeks and all this stuff to separate voters from ballots. So you can put ballots in the system that don't even represent a living human being. We had a story out of Nevada earlier in the show today where some voters out there found out they voted even though they weren't in Nevada in 2020. Uh, it's a lot of them, too. There, somebody was voting on behalf of people that didn't actually vote in Nevada. So the state's trying to figure that out. What they're claiming is, oh, it's just a glitch. It's a glitch, right? It's just a glitch in our system. Uh, we just got incorrect histories. They still voted. People, those ballots are in. Those votes counted. And Nevada was one of the key states. It doesn't have a lot of electoral votes, but it was a key state. Now, California is not a target state, but it does expose a problem that we're going to see pop up in other states. Look for Colorado. Look for even some places in Texas to try to get these, these uh, foreigners, these invaders, onto the voter rolls. Now, our government has its motivations for letting these people through. Other governments have their motivations for sending these people. And when you look at what's happening in California today, they're coming up and over those mountains. Texas has scared off some of the crossings, so they're going around Texas and coming in through California. And for the last two days, it's been nothing but Chinese people. Now back to the elections. So Nevada irregularities in Nevada still glaring and still being worked on. Again, my advice is find one of these these groups that are doing the legal work that have smart attorneys going in and activists that know this election law stuff and get behind them. Particularly, I'd look at groups that are working on the key states where it's where things could change uh, in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in Wisconsin. In Georgia, next door, in Texas. Texas is going to be a blue state in the next 10 years just because of demographics. If things don't change, believe it or not. Now, a lot's going on with Texas right now, and uh, but that's the big 
that's the big plum that the left wants is to flip that state and to bury that state, uh, and then the whole country changes. Texas has too many congressional votes and electoral votes. They could control presidential elections forever with that state. However, they thought the same thing about Florida not too long ago, and Florida is now solidly not going to the left. And so there's a lot to uh, consider. Again, uh, I know I'm rambling a little bit. Uh, find an, rather than give your money to the RNC or even some of these candidates, give your money. Uh, if, you're gonna, if you're a giver, if you're a donor, find a group that's doing this and support them. I mean, you're not going to go dig through the files, but they're doing it, and they're going to need resources. And it goes to the fundamental integrity of our system. And if anything, rather than somebody's party, I don't care about the parties. I do want fair elections. I do want to think that the outcomes we're told about are close to legitimate, despite all the manipulation that's going on to make it not so. So as I can, I'll find stories about these groups and what they're doing. Um, and then you can take notes in your mind or whatever. And that's where I think your your efforts ought to be. These people are moving mountains because they've got a singular focus. They're not just in it because somebody wants to be on TV and say they're the head of this or that. They're not a, an old, dried-up lobby institution that have, for years, built conservatives out of money. I see these groups all the time um, that claim to be think tanks or research groups, and they're just fronts for fundraising, and they overpay their staff and waste a lot of money. Some of these groups aren't doing that. They're on fire right now, and they're digging in and and could help this country. Again, my theory, you've got to do it before the election. After the election, if there's anything people have learned from 2020, you're not going to get your court case heard. You're not going to get election officials to show you uh, what they did or what they didn't do. Um, they've got too many bureaucratic ways to just block out the information until it's too late. This country doesn't need to go through that again. But if you clean those rolls up ahead of time, then you cut down on the number of fraudulent ballots that are out there in the system ahead of time. It's the opposite of these idiots uh, on the Republican side that say, we need to be doing early voting, get out the vote, early vote, early vote. Then I get that the idea behind that, but the truth is early voting is not early voting. It's ballot manufacturing. And unless Republicans are going to get dirty and play that game in the blue states, which um, is a zero-sum game in some ways, what they need to do is uh, go after these cheating states, go after these cheating cities and counties, and go after them with a hammer and put these people in court and make them be accountable. Because, again, states without a proper secretary of state, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it at all. We even were turning a blind eye to the Eric system for years here in Alabama. All right, there's that soapbox. Alabama Dental Associates bringing you the show tonight. That's where you can get your teeth looked at. That's my dentist. I want them to be your dentist, Dr. Brian, Dr. Newton, Dr. Jay. They're just all great people. And I appreciate the range of services they offer. I love the extended hours. That 7 o'clock at night and Saturday stuff is perfect. Sometimes you're just too busy to get in there and you'll make an excuse and not go. But we all need to get the cleanings and the x-rays and the checkups. Saves us trouble down the road. I've got a dentist for you. It's my best reference. It's alabamadental.com. Reach out to them. Good locations all around. Great dentist in that practice. alabamadental.com. All right, y'all, let's get back after it. Lanius Furniture Company bringing you the show tonight. That's John and Reggie up there in Kimberly getting it done 
He said y'all lit him up when we started this mattress sale, and it it continues still. Just because President's Day is over, they're going to continue their President's Day sale through Saturday. So um, go take advantage of it. Here's how it works. You get $100 off every $1,000 that you spend at Lanius Furniture Company right now. Uh, and look, this is high quality, beautiful stuff, but it's affordable. They don't do cheap and they don't do snotty. They, it's just right. It's like the perfect balance of good, solid, fine stuff that you're going to have in your home for years. But fair prices, solid delivery. And right now they're knocking a little bit of a percentage off some of this stuff. So again, 100 bucks off every $1,000 you spend in the store. The Stearns and Foster mattress line is uh, discounted right now too. Um, they've got up to eight, up to eight hundred dollars off some of those mattresses. Some of the higher end ones can be expensive, but eight hundred dollars will save you some cash, a roni. Uh, also, up to forty-eight months financing on some of the mattresses too. So they're going to keep the President's Day sale going. So y'all get on up to Kimberly if you haven't been, uh, especially if you're in the market for a mattress right now. But if you haven't been in a while or ever seen the new store, go see it. It's like nothing they've ever had. Uh, I don't I don't think there's a store larger with better selection, probably in the southeast. I haven't shopped all over the country, but I know there's nothing like it around the Birmingham area. Worth the drive from wherever you are in the audience. And for some of you, it's a haul to get all the way to Kimberly, but it's worth it. Y'all go see them. They're off exit 280 in Kimberly, exit 280. It's com. All right, so, um, man, I got so many different uh, directions I could go. I was watching a news clip just now, and somehow I was on X, and I still, because I'm still new to getting back on there, and I appreciate everybody that's jumped on to follow. Uh, and if you leave it and you come back and it starts updating again, the story I was just watching is just gone. I can't remember where I saw it. But it was a news clip from a television station that was covering uh, a crazy drug cartel woman that snuck into the country that cops are looking for, and she's known for, like, eating, I'm not trying to be too gross, but cutting people's hearts out and skinning people alive and doing all this brutal stuff as part of her enforcer role uh, in this drug cartel. And she got in here is the gist of the story based on what I understand. That is horrifying. Uh, I was going to play the clip for you, but now, AJ, I can't find it. I sent you the wrong thing, man. I thought <laughs> <laughs> I sent you the link. There's no telling what I sent you. Be careful what you click on. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I was looking at it and just did it the wrong way. Sometimes during the show, we'll exchange uh, back and forth clips over this insanity that is the news today. Um, okay. Uh, I had another story out of We've been talking about the degradation of our cities. As I sit here in uh, Washington, D.C., I was panhandled at least five times, just walking about two blocks between the hotel and, and where I ate sort of breakfast brunch this morning. Uh, it Dude was beating on the window asking for money. A guy came in and dined and dashed, freaked out the waiter, but he says it happens several times a day. I don't know how a waiter accommodates for that. I know in the past sometimes they would, if if something happened to the restaurant, the wait staff, it would come out of their uh, check or whatever, and I guess that's not the rule anymore. I hope not because in a city like D.C., this, this guy was, I mean, he looked all kind of sketchy, but he was over there eating, and I thought, well, that's nice. Somebody gave this guy some money, and he's getting a good meal. And sure enough, he drank every drink he could order. Uh, he was chowing down over there, and he was talking. I wasn't sure if he was talking to himself or if he was talking to, like, a headset. And sometimes it's both. But he was over there just talking away by himself in the booth, and then he just got up and left the, left the waiter with probably a $90 bill. He just took off. 
And I just said, you know, here we go. It's and it was this is a nice part of the city too, and um this town ain't the same. I can't imagine I see the videos of the garbage and the trash on the streets and you hear the stories about what's happened in New York. I got a story over here out of San Francisco where a guy had to close a restaurant after he'd been in business for thirty years, just saying I just can't do it anymore. The vandalism, the threats to my staff, the loss of business. Our cities are in a death spiral all over this country. All right, there's another that depressing stuff. We'll go to the break and come back and give you some more, y'all. Hang on. Well, let's get it on. We'll keep going and uh, close this thing down. Thomas, our buddy over at Stockton Mortgage, checking in with us here tonight. Thomas, I hope all is well. What's shaking in mortgage world today? What stories do you have for us? Man, it's, it's doing great. We have a great one today for you. Uh, we had a retired teacher that called us, um, and uh, she had, you know, she did have a, a, a lower mortgage rate, but she was drowning in, in debt. She had a, a ton of credit card debt and several other debts that it was just killing her budget was, you know, her months to months payments were just so high. Uh, she gave us a call, and uh, she just, you know, she had been listening to listen to, the, to you and I talk over the, over the past few weeks and decided to you know, to take the leap of faith and give us a call, let's just talk and see what we could do. We put a plan together and paid off all of her debt, and uh, it looks like we're going to be able to save her $1,700 a month on what she's paying right now, paying off all of her debt. And our mortgage, all of her credit, yeah. $1,734 a month is what we're going to be able to save her per month. And that's not you. She's still going to have equity available in her home um you know we we put a plan together that is going to save her seventeen hundred dollars a month it's pretty incredible um you know that's twenty thousand dollars a year or so i mean yeah that's exactly exactly now you know a lot of people it's not going to be you know we're not going to save that much money however uh you know we can we normally save people you know five six seven hundred dollars a month on their credit card bills or, or paying off their debt and that's what we encourage people to do just give us a call let's put a plan together for you see what it doesn't hurt um it doesn't hurt for us to take a look at it see what we can do then you have a good good information to make an educated decision on whether it's it's good for you to do because you know if you've got a low rate what we don't want you to do is to be sitting there with the low mortgage rate or whatever and go you know i'm not going to refinance and just say I'm not going to call because I don't want to touch my mortgage rate. Well, there's there's multiple different options that you can do. Number one, we may or may not have to, you know, you don't necessarily have to refinance your mortgage. Uh, there are other options that we have access to. Um, however, but what you don't want to do is you don't want to sit there and struggle with debt and do nothing just because yeah. you have a low rate on your mortgage and let that be an albatross you know, on your back or or whatever, and just because number one, what you can't do that seventeen hundred dollars is savings. That's that's dollars. You can't spend rate, but you can spend dollars. So the money that we're saving her is dollars that goes back into her pocket. But that interest rate is really you might as well throw it out the window because you know if I could say I can get you. X rate, or I can save you seventeen hundred dollars a month. Which one are you going to take? You know, that's cash money. Seventeen hundred dollars yeah. a month money is talks. a big savings. So, anyway, give Thomas, us a call. Good stuff, man. Let's tell folks how to reach yeah. you. 
uh, 205-859-8859 or savewithstockton.com. Just give us a call. Let us put a plan together for you and see what we can do to help you out. All right, y'all, savewithstockton.com. I appreciate it, Thomas. There's Thomas Thank tonight. You. Motivating us when it comes to mortgages. Um, I said It reminds me of a, a motivational line I've, I read somewhere. I think I read it today. You know, it said, do crackheads sit around and say they're too broke to smoke crack? No, they get up and get it done. You know, there's some motivation in that. <laughs> if they can do it, we can do it. So get your ass up and, and do it. What, well, save money or smoke crack? Which one? <laughs> Whatever your goal is, you got to set a goal like they do. And if they can do it, you try to get to that goal. I'm just trying to help y'all. It's been a depressing news day today. Hey, here's something fun for you uh, on Breaking Bread. Maybe y'all can take this up. Y'all think we're kidding. And, and look, let me give you some history. I remember when they banned salt. I got to take y'all in the Wayback Machine. We're going to get in the hot tub time machine and go back to the 1990s when the city of New York started having these salt bans. And we used to laugh. I mean, it was so absurd to us that a city government would come at you and tell you what to eat or what not to eat. That just wasn't the government's job. And this is as recent as the Bill Clinton years. I remember this because I had a little talk show way back then, um, and we got on this subject, and it was hot for a little while. And then it was sugary drinks. It was a state, in, it was a city in New York. They, they said you couldn't have a, a 32 ounce Mountain Dew, so people would just buy two 16 ounce Mountain Dews. But they're trying to control people's lives, and I think that was sort of the beginning of it. Now the government's always been around with advice on what to eat. Uh, you remember the pyramid they made us learn in school? Do the kids still do that with the food pyramid and and the the, the food that's on top and the, how many servings you should have? All that's just been advisory, and that's fine. The government can do research and tell us whatever. But now suddenly they were banning stuff. And now they've gone from banning stuff to pushing stuff. And the left, it seems, is consumed with how you eat. They're, they're trying to regulate farmers. It's why you got this massive protest going on all over Europe with these farm tractors and these farmers. They're trying to run them out of business and limit how much they can produce. I don't know if they're trying to starve us out, but they definitely, if you control people's food, you can control people. The Biden administration is apparently on board. Don't wreck the car. I'm going to go ahead and put this story out there. We've heard from the World Economic Forum, by the way, that really controls all these Western governments that are, have gone globalist with their bad policy ideas that we should be eating bugs, right? They keep trying to tell us about the virtues of eating bugs. And now the Biden administration, according to this one little article I found earlier today, is spending tax money through the USDA. They're taking the United States Department of Agriculture and putting hundreds of thousands of tax dollars into res researching what some people call trash-fed crickets, crickets as a, as a sustainable protein. Oh, as an alternative to unsustainable protein, which if you want to understand the word unsustainable, that's whatever liberals don't want you doing. If they want to control your life and meddle in your business and get all up in your business, They'll use the word unsustainable, and suddenly you're the wrong one because you're you're unsustainable. Um, and so um, they <laughs> they have put out they they do this listing of federal uh, spending and, and grants and all this stuff that comes out. 
So they got a $130,000 grant that researches uh, addressing the need for more cost-efficient production of crickets. I don't know how they honed in on crickets. I don't know. Why not roaches? There's all kinds of bugs. Grasshoppers. Maybe they're too hard to catch. Uh, crickets are noisy as hell, and I guess in some ways I don't mind. But they want us to eat cricket burgers and come up with ways to convince people not only do we do the research to make a nice cricket sandwich, but they want to convince the public uh, that, you know, we got we to gotta stand in line with Klaus Schwab and the WEF and this whole anti-meat agenda, anti-cattle farmers agenda. And uh, now it's crickets, man. Soon the Chick-fil-A cows will be like, eat more crickets. Uh, it is about to happen. You eating a cricket, AJ? Uh, I wouldn't eat no. a cricket burger on a bit. No, I'm oh, not eating you, no crickets. Remember when it was mealworms? They said, oh, it's delicious. It's actually pretty good. It's like rice. <laughs> they keep coming at us with this bug stuff, man. That's when, we're gonna, that's when the riots start. I'm sorry. That's going to be when the riots start. This, I know this because my beloved South is resistant to anything that resembles uh, change, and that can be good and bad. We'll be the last damn state in the country that goes cricket. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It, they will get my hamburger out of my cold dead hand. I ain't doing it. Yeah, don't don't do don't try to feed me no cricket. Don't don't do that. And then try to tell me it's it's, mm. it's more sustainable and more. Mm-mm, no, no. You can't put enough barbecue sauce on that. That's just uh uh-uh. uh. And who's going? I mean, remember they? I mean, it's all kind of stuff. They they want you to eat bugs, according to the story, and and we know. They got these 15 minute cities that they, here's their concept. It sounds dystopic, but it's, they actually talk about this like serious people that we'll all live in these pods instead of just cities. They'll develop, they're starting to develop these around the world to see how it works. And you won't need a car because you can walk everywhere. Everything's within 15 minutes walk of wherever you are. And you won't have to own anything. So you got a lot of people trying to buy out private property and farmland and uh, BlackRock buying up all the houses. And so you'll, their quote was, you'll own nothing and be happy. So they're just going to control everything you do. What was that movie with uh, uh, the weird dude in it that was the Truman Show? It, it's just like uh, they'll know everything you think. Uh, they'll have a digital dollar where you can't spend anything they don't want you to spend money on. If you've exceeded your uh, carbon allowance for the month, you're done buying stuff. If you if you had too many um, too many calories for the day, they can just shut off your spending. You won't be able to buy another thing. Maybe some of us would lose weight that way. I'm not sure. But Big Brother's going to handle that for you. You don't need to think about it. Just put on your virtual reality glasses and pretend everything's okay. They're going to have to come get me out of a cave. Up in the mountain somewhere. I ain't doing it. I'll bring my own chickens, too, and I'll be the, the guy with the chickens up in the cave, and we're going to have some mighty fine uh, Friday night fried chicken fest while y'all are eating cricket burgers. Your mama's got the cricket helper out trying to make you some cricket soup. Crickets. I'm not making that up. You see how quiet it, it is. It sounds, those are the crickets talking. Yeah, it's just, listen, I, like I tell a joke, and it's just crickets. It'd be funny if you had a sound effect right now, but that's not possible. <laughs> Birmingham Broker bringing you the show tonight. Behambroker.com, behambroker.com. They got your um, car ability to sell that car, truck, or SUV. Y'all, the market's weird. I was looking up a, a vehicle, an older vehicle I have that it's just time to let that thing go. And trying to get 
a proper price. I was all over the internet and I should know better. I just want to do a little research before I call Craig. Just put it, if I give it to him, it's gone and they'll get me top dollar. I've already had this experience several times um, with any kind of vehicle. Now, um, you, this is not a business that's going to buy it from you. Some people think they, they're, they're going to get you on the phone and give you a lowball offer and take your car off your hands. It's not what they do. They represent you in the deal between you and the buyer. They find you a buyer, negotiate the deal similar to a real estate agent. Um, and they got a flat rate that they charge for every vehicle. And you net more money with them doing all the work than you will trying to do it yourself. You damn sure net more than taking it to a dealership and getting ripped off that way. They're downtown Birmingham. Go by the shop. There's always cool stuff in there people have brought through. Because Craig, man, they sell supercars for people and antiques and big old million-dollar cars and all this in addition to our uh, everyday cars. And they he's just a car guy. He and Keith both, they're just, this is their thing. They're really good at it. Let them help you with it. It's Birmingham Broker. Uh, again, 4th Avenue South, just a couple blocks over from Iron City. Behambroker.com. Behambroker.com. Time to get on out of here. Here's uh, Crocker Moving Services up next. Eric Crocker's company. Y'all keep sending me the pics. I love it when people call uh, those big blue trucks over there and send me the pictures of them out in front of their house to get a move done or just getting something done. It doesn't have to be a full-fledged move. That's what I've used them for. AJ's used them that way. Uh, it's just a great company. Uh, Eric runs it right. Look, I tell you this all the time because we salute his service, but he just he's a former Marine. He's got that mentality of just – uh, get it done. No nonsense. Point A to point B, you know, rally his crew and execute the mission. And I've watched him do it. I'm telling you that, that move they did for me that summer, that, that big old giant safe, man, that was just something to watch. They got the tricks. They understand it. They know your stuff means a lot to you. It may be just some cheap piece of junk, somebody else, but that's your mama gave you that. You don't want that broken. So they take care of it and they get you done efficiently They've got a two-hour minimum rate, which I like the best. That's one of my favorite things is that you don't need to book them for a whole day. It's pretty cool that you can get a whole crew in a truck for just a couple of hours. If it's a piano or a pool table or a safe or something big and heavy or even just a couch and you need some help handling it, they'll come and handle it. It's Crocker Moving Services. Reach out to them. Tell Leonard or whoever answers the phone. We said, hey, or Eric himself. So I, bet, I bet Eric answers the phone, too. This is it's kind of guy he is. Uh, CrockerMovingServices.com, CrockerMovingServices.com. All right, uh, a couple other things. Let me just do some cleanup here. I had a bunch of randomness to throw at you. I didn't get to this today because we got kind of we got focused inward uh, with some Alabama news as well today. But the Deckham Houthis, man, in the Red Sea that are attacking these Western ships, now we knew they had missiles and drones, and they've been harassing us. There were several attacks on U.S. ships today. Uh, whatever we did to respond to our troops getting killed in that drone attack uh, did not, uh, what was that, Jordan? It did not help because there's continuing uh, this harassment. And their uh, interruption of sea traffic in the Red Sea is going to eventually hit our supply chain. Right now they're working around it. It's just slowed things down. But And, of course, we had the story yesterday of the British vessel that got struck, and they believe it's going to completely sink. The crew had to abandon it. Uh, it's taking on water and still sinking. But th the reason there's a new story out today, they now have unmanned underwater vessels 
Uh, they're known in the military circles, of course, as UUVs. They're like a drone, but it's a water drone. And these things can launch uh, attacks on ships. And merchant ships don't come with like a, a battle group that can detect submarines and underwater activity. These big uh, supply ships that ship through that region are, are very vulnerable to that. It's more devastating than even if they had landmines. Now, look, this is a terror group that gets everything that helps them to uh, operate from the Iranians. This administration that I know of, they announced some sanctions today on the Russians. Have they sanctioned Iran? Have we done anything to Iran? I'm not saying we go to war with Iran, but at least put them back in the box where Trump had them before Biden took over and these fools started hugging on these terrorists and, and really helped them enrich themselves enough to continue to fund this mayhem that's taking place in the region. And now against us, um, it's just foolish. They're taking our money, converting it into military capability, and attacking us with it. And so now they got subs. What else are they going to have? Space program? Uh, these people are wearing sandals and throwing rocks at each other 10 years ago and just hurling insults. Their, their biggest weapon was, oh, yeah, well, you're a mother. I mean, that's all they had. And maybe a slingshot. Now they got underwater drones that are sinking ships. Uh, thank you, Iran. Thank you, Biden administration. Nice job. Speaking of transportation, this is frightening to me considering I was just on an airplane this morning. Um, we got another flight issue. You know, we had the door to fall off. And we got other uh, airport incidents and planes hitting each other and all that stuff. A flight from San Francisco heading to Boston had to make an emergency landing because the wing was just falling apart. You know, the flaps that you watch, if you ever sit on the wing seat, you see the flaps sort of moving up and down, that whole mechanical motion pieces there's a picture of it of course nowadays people take video of everything uh there is video online of just pieces of the wing flap just falling off uh i'm trying to see the airline in this story and it see whether it was a 757 it's another boeing product boeing's taking it on the chin right now this may be an older plane but you'd think somebody would see the stress damage on a wing that would just be coming apart like that. Now, the plane did land safely, but that didn't stop people from taking pictures of the problem. Good Lord. One more time for Alabama Gold Refinery, AGR. Those are my folks over in Homewood that can help you buy, sell, or trade precious metals. Gold is something you ought to consider for at least a little bit of your portfolio. Sometimes it just starts with maybe one ounce. Same thing with silver, platinum, and the other precious metals. It's good all over the world. It tracks against inflation. Um, and it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's hundred percent bulletproof. So you should diversify your assets, but a little bit of something you own ought to be in something safe and gold tends to be safe. Let Steve explain it to you. He's much more articulate than me. This is his business. They'll buy it from you. They'll sell it to you. Uh, either way, if you've got stuff you want to bring in for cash value, take it to them. It's a great place, safe location, safety, uh, security stuff all over the shop in Homewood across from the big regions bank in downtown Homewood. From the scene of the crime, Washington, D.C. This here is Leading Live. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Take it easy, AJ. All right. Enjoy your time up there. In the meantime, in between time, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Goodbye, AJ. That is Crocker Moving Services. Eric Crocker hires the best. Full background checks on all his employees, and they really... Want to make sure that your stuff is well taken care of when it comes to your move. Hey, 
They're they going to treat your stuff like it was their very own. So reach out to this veteran-owned moving company, Crocker Moving Services. I'm telling you, they are the best. And, you got, you know, when you go see them, you know, say what's up to them when you see those blue and white trucks out there on those roads. It's CrockerMovingServices.com. It's CrockerMovingServices.com. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like a show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.